We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, hello. Yep, actually uh, working today. It's a bitch. Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. And it is a Monday. And before we get into the meat of the show, probably a bad word to use, the uh, SPCA Radiothon is coming up this Thursday, December 8th, all day. We'll be telling you about the ways the SPCA serving Erie County has put compassion into action for the people and animals of our community. You can do your part and go to yourspca.org slash radiothon22 and make your gift. So uh, we have a lot of things to uh, get into today. You know, uh, are you right-handed or are you, are you left-handed? Um, somewhat ambidextrous, but usually use the right hand. But you don't realize how much you use the opposite hand or arm until you can't really use it. And I, I had something done on Friday, and it's just it, it's funny because I have to catch myself from using the left arm to do anything. And uh, I had them give me a sling before I left, but I've mentally trained myself now to just keep the arm down. Keep the arm down, which I uh, need to do for six, uh, about six weeks or so. So it's kind of kind of funky, man. Kind of funky. Anyway, uh, good to be with you on a uh, on a Monday. And we have so many things to get into. And I thought we would start off uh, first of all the uh, the Buffalo Bills game against Miami has been moved to Saturday, December 17th. So I know we have a lot of local musicians who listen to this show. Don't even bother. I mean, seriously, you might as well cancel because no, I don't care how good you are. I don't care what band you are. You are not going to beat the Buffalo Bills, okay? Everybody, I would not want to do a talk show against the Buffalo Bills, okay? Because I'm going to lose every single time. So you might as well cancel your gig on December 17th. Now, for those of you who have holiday parties on December 17th, the dreaded office holiday party, we used to have them, but since COVID, we don't have them anymore. So who says there aren't good things that came out of COVID? Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Um, it, 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 I don't know uh, what you're going to do. That's you kind of put between a rock and a hard place there because for some of you, it's almost like you must attend. You will be there or else. Um, but boy, how do you how do you get around that? How about those of you who have a wedding invitation for December 17th? Wouldn't that just be a kick in the sack? But you got to figure. When you're booking your wedding or any party or any function whatsoever, you got to figure that this time of the year, 
there is like a flexible schedule in the National Football League. So it's easy for them to take a game and move it to a day that isn't Sunday. And that's what they've done with the Bills-Miami game, which is going to be played on the 17th. Now, the Bills did not play this weekend because they played on Thursday night. But it was a very good weekend for the Buffalo Bills nonetheless. The Jets lost. The Dolphins lost. And the Kansas City Chiefs lost. And what was the best part of seeing the Kansas City Chiefs lose? What was the best part of that? It was the look on Kelsey's face on the sideline. And I'm going to admit something to you because he played such a pivotal role in the Kansas City comeback against the Buffalo Bills last year in the playoffs. I'm not kidding. Every time they showed Kelsey's face, I gave him the finger. Now, I would never do that to him in real life because he would rip my head off and defecate down my neck. I understand this, okay? But on the TV, there's a safe and considerable distance. So I, I felt okay. I felt safe in flipping him off. But just go back and watch highlights of the game and just find the look on Kelsey's face. That wasn't a fumble. That was a purse grab. That was just, that was like... I felt like I was watching a crime unfold before my very eyes. And they just stripped him of the ball. And I hope that the Buffalo Bills watch tape of that because I would like to see the Buffalo Bills make more attempts at stripping the ball like the Cincinnati Bengals did last night. That's how you strip a ball. And, it, I mean, they he threw, uh, Mahomes threw into what, th- three-man coverage on Kelsey? It was the three guys? And he still caught the ball, and he had he had possession of it. It was he was holding on to it like it was his firstborn son or daughter, unless you're in China. And then um, he got totally just just robbed, and it was a good thing. It was a be- totally legal, unlike a purse snatch, which is not legal. But it was just awesome. The look on Kelsey's face when Kansas City went in for the uh, touchdown to close out the game. It was. You know what? It was absolutely priceless. If you watch nothing else of football of the past weekend because the Bills weren't playing, if you put the Cincinnati Bengals-Kansas City Chiefs game on and you watch the tape, please watch the fourth quarter and watch the look on Kelsey's face. It was um it was beautiful. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. Now, uh, today, what I want to start off with is something that, uh, you know, again, it might it might suck, or it could be really, really good. Uh, I don't know. But um, when when you get, uh, first of all, I got to tell you, I do Uber, okay? I Uber. I don't do Lyft. I don't know why I don't do Lyft, but I Uber. And I will just set this show up, Josh, by saying this is not a show about me. I'm using a personal experience to resonate with you guys so that I can hear and we all can hear your stories. Okay? We all set on that? Great. Okay. First of all, um, when I get into an Uber, two things annoy me. Well, three things annoy me. The first thing that annoys me is a driver with no comprehension whatsoever of the English language. This has only happened. Many Uber trips, it has only happened on one occasion. This guy literally did not speak a word 
of English, had no idea that we did not wish to cross all lanes of Niagara Falls Boulevard to go to a function. I think it was at St. Christopher's to see Hit and Run. Wait, wait, or it could have been the nerds. I'm not sure. I forget. But anyway, that's immaterial. Trying to tell the guy, no, 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 over there. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe a little bit of German. Dort Ruben, Dort Ruben. Um, that didn't work. And then uh, I tried every other language I could think of. Pig Latin, it, even. It did not work. He didn't get it. I literally had to point and use the steer- the universal steering wheel gesture to get us across. And that is the one and only time I've ever complained to Uber. I said that is absolutely unsatisfactory, a basic level of proficiency should be demonstrated before you should be able to drive for Uber. you got to be able to communicate with your driver. Is there anybody who's going to disagree with that? Look, I would never move to France and think, hey, I'll drive for Uber in France because I can't talk to the people in the back seat. I don't speak French except a very, very few words. I could probably do it in Germany. I understand basic German um, a little bit, um, but I couldn't do it in Spain or Mexico. I'd be lost. So why would somebody come here and, and think, hey, driving an Uber and having a bunch of people who speak English when I don't understand a single word of it, that sounds like a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know if that guy's still driving for Uber, but I'm not going to worry about it because if he's listening to this show – it sounds like this to him. That's what it sounds like to him because he doesn't speak English, uh, which is what every other language sounds like to me because I don't speak it. Um, I wish I did, but that's a shortcoming I have in life. So that's bitch number one, all right? The, the drivers who I don't mind people with accents, grew up with people with accents, don't mind people with limitations on their English, but as long as they understand right left, stop, go, over there, totally cool. I don't care about accents. And I've had Uber drivers, like I'm sure you have, from pretty much everywhere in the world, from Africa, the Middle East, you name it. It's like uh, watching a badminton tournament, okay? <laughs> because that is a big sport elsewhere in the world. Uh, hasn't quite caught on in the United States, kind of like soccer, uh, but it's big, especially in, uh, in in the Asiatic lands, including the Indian subcontinent, Bangladesh, Pakistan. It's uh, it's very, very uh, popular. Uh, Singapore, it's very big. I mean, you can look it up. Badminton, the world's fastest racket sport. But I digress. Uh, so, yeah, people who do not speak a lick of English, and I mean not a lick, not stop, not go, right, left, whatever, you would think. You would think that would be a basic requirement of becoming an Uber driver. But I was severely disappointed. I mean, to me, the guy put our lives in in danger because there's no way we're crossing Niagara Falls Boulevard on a Saturday night um, to go to a function where and it clearly there was an event going on. Then the guy drives into the parking lot and it was like one of those guys who's on a death run. Dude, you're driving 40 miles an hour into this parking lot and there's people all around? Of course, to him, it sounded like, yeah, because he wouldn't understand a single word. I said, I was happy to get out of that Uber. Okay, that's number one. Number two, number two, you ever go into an Uber 
and it sounds like a gay nightclub in San Francisco. And I love my gays. I'm just making a point. Boom, 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 boom. Techno funk, techno funk. Boom, 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 boom. Thrust those hips. Clench that butt. Boom, boom. I, 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 dude, seriously, I, I'm a 59-year-old man. I don't, you know what? I don't need music every moment of my day. And I would never, if I was driving for Uber, I would never impose my yacht rock on you. Because I don't know if you like Hall & Oates or Metallica. I don't know if you like Christopher Cross or Black Sabbath. So it seems to me, out of common courtesy, if I'm going to listen to music as an Uber driver, it will be at a very low volume. No reason. Something else, if I was an Uber driver, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't have this show on. Nope, I wouldn't have this show on. I wouldn't have any talk show on because talk radio is very polarizing. What if you are on the left and a few years ago you got into an Uber? This is Rush Limbaugh on the EIB network. Let me tell you about my private jet. How would you, seriously, that would have driven you crazy. Or uh, they've got Sean Hannity on. It would drive you nuts. And if you are on the right, what if they had some left-wing, you know, Al Franken type on the radio? That That's a surefire way. Tip? I don't think so. Have a nice night. Uh, you're, not, you're not getting a tip. I always wonder if they rate passengers based on whether or not they tip, which is the option that they've added in, in well, recent memory anyway for, for Uber. Used to be no tip was expected, didn't have to worry about it, but now it's kind of become the, uh, the standard. So nothing on the radio unless it's very low volume music and no talk radio whatsoever. No talk radio if you're driving Uber. You may agree or disagree. Of course, if you're driving somebody right now and you get a passenger in your car for one of the ride-sharing companies, um, you're probably turning off the show. Hopefully, you're the only ones who, who are doing so. And then the other thing is, when you get into a taxi, you're never going to see this person again. Do you want small talk with the driver? How about no? I absolutely don't wish to engage in conversation. It is not that one is trying to be rude, uncivil, impolite, but you've got things on your mind. You're thinking about your sons, your daughters. You're thinking about what you're going to say at the legal meeting to which you are being driven. You're thinking about what you're going to say to your mafia initiation ceremony when they prick your finger hoping you don't cry. You're, you're thinking about a million things. So little tip from Tom, I'm not above this. If I get a chatty Kathy or a, ch a chatty dude driving, cell phone comes out, hello, and I just have a pretend conversation with the cell phone. I don't want to talk. It's like this is my one chance right? I, I don't have to drive and focus on the road. I can just look around and chill and relax. Now, I don't know how you feel about that, but that that is is totally my take. Uh, except, aha, uh -huh, 
in a New York City taxi cab, there was a gentleman, and I, I knew New York City pretty well at one point in my life when I was going there all the time. I had a taxi driver try to scam me and take me the long way, and I said, no, 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 no. You stay here, and you take the next right. He got zero tip because try to scam me, up yours. That's just the way it goes. But when you are in a ride share, and I'm not trying to pick on Uber, okay? It's just that I haven't done Lyft. I have nothing against Lyft. It's just that I've got the Uber app on my phone. It seems to work everywhere I go. So what? what's the point uh, of getting Lyft? I'm not sure what the differences are exactly uh, in, in how they do things. Um, they're probably much the same, kind of like grocery stores are the same. They got potatoes, they got potatoes. They got dip, they got dip. Wait, that's bison dip, and this is store bread. Oh, go to go to the bison dip, absolutely. Um, do you have uh, things that uh, annoy you? Is any of this resonating with you, Al Franken? Now, is anything is anything resonating with you about getting in the seat, getting in the back seat? of of somebody's uh, ride-sharing car. Oh, I just thought of a fourth one. How could this have escaped my recollection? September, Fort Lauderdale, okay? There are four of us, including Booker, and we're taking a taxi from our nice hotel that we got for a very cheap price. We're taking a taxi from there to the Blue Martini in Fort Lauderdale. The guy's front seat was a dumpster filled with wrinkled up fast food bags, spots of something I wouldn't even care to analyze its DNA, and crumbs. So I took one for the team. Booker is a tall guy recovering from knee surgery. Not going to have one of the ladies in their pretty dresses sit up front so I took one for the team. I was just wearing jeans and a very nice Tommy Bahama shirt. Thank you very much. I sat there literally on the edge of the seat because I wasn't sure if I was going to get pregnant if I sat down on the seat in full tilt with a wide stance. I had no idea. So that that I've only seen that once. That was the only time I've, we've ever been in an Uber where we said, Good Lord, this is like a dumpster on wheels. Seriously. Uh, but th- those are the four biggies. And I, I might be leaving stuff out here. I might be leaving stuff out. I, I have no idea. But those of you who use ride sharing, I think ride sharing is a great thing. I find it to be cheaper than the taxi services um, coming home from the airport. Uh, it was a lot more expensive than it would have been had we Ubered home from the airport. But convenience is everything, and we just wanted to get get back home. Anyway, I mean, you want to get back home, your prairie dog in it, you just got to get home. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Any of this resonating with you? The non-English speakers, which again, have only encountered once. The loud music, which I have encountered several times. The chatty Cathy's, which I have encountered several times. 
and the dumpster on wheels, which I've encountered several, uh, just, just once, sorry, just once. Usually, the Uber vehicles are immaculate. That's the driver's office. The driver is trying to make a good impression on you. I believe one of our passengers did write a complaint to Uber about that particular vehicle. He was a nice old man, but dude, really? Seriously, I'd be embarrassed if a car looked like that. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. The one redeeming thing, however, about the taxi on the way from the airport back home, the guy had WBEN on. So that, that was the one redeeming thing, and he had it on before we got in. So it, it was all good in the neighborhood. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you Uber? Do you Lyft? Do you have little things that aggravate you? Um, let me see how this goes, because I got something else that's kind of related to this that must be gotten into on News Radio 930, WBEN. Josh Schmidt is at Master Control. Any mistake that is made today, including anything I say, is strictly and solely the fault and legal responsibility and liability of Josh Schmidt. He's the puppet master. I just uh, read his words that he thought transmits into my brain. He does it. He's kind of powerful. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, talking about, uh, well, ride sharing when you're in somebody else's car and paying to be in somebody else's car. Are there things that, uh, well, frankly, just annoy you? And to run down very quickly my list, number one, because it's a safety issue, is a driver. And this has only happened once in Uber who didn't speak a word of English. It would be like you going to Tehran and being a driver and trying to communicate with people who speak Farsi. And you're like, I don't have a clue what this person is saying. Obviously, you got to be able to communicate basics at least. You don't have to discuss uh, Newton's rules or laws. Just at least have some basic right, left, straight, back, drop me off. At least know those. I don't think that's too much to ask, but it's only happened number uh, one time. The other thing is loud boom, 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 boom music. I have asked Uber drivers 
pardon me, I don't mean to be rude, but would you mind turning the music down? Because it's 7 in the morning, and I've got a hangover, and I really just not in the mood to listen to boom, 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 boom. Something that sounds like a German disco from the 1980s here in the backseat. Thank you very much. Um, and, and many of you might feel the same way about the music that I like to blare in my, uh, in my automobile. Uh, the Chatty Cathy's, number three. The ones who just don't take a hint that you don't want to talk. I don't know how you are. You maybe want to tell me how you are, but when when you go into a cab, are you excited to meet new people? Perhaps you'll have the driver over for dinner that night. Maybe you'll have a long-term friendship, but I doubt it. You're going to be in dozens, if not hundreds, of cabs and ride shares in your life, and these people are not there to be your friends. They're not there to be your pals. As far as I'm concerned, you are a tool. I am paying you to get from point A to point B. I don't wish to talk. And sometimes they just don't get the hint. They just don't get the message. And then the cell phone comes out. Hello? And then, interestingly, the other person on the other end of the imaginary phone call does all the talking. I just have the phone to my ear as I watch the passing scenery uh, go by. That that usually shuts them up in, in a big hurry. But that, oh, that is just so annoying. Number four, again, something only has happened once to me, but the Uber car that was really just not even, people should not have been in that vehicle, at least not in the front seat. Back seat was acceptable, but one should not have to sit on one's, well, the edge of one's seat in order to keep from getting nice clothes dirty, all right? The other people were all dressed up nice. I was dressed up, uh, I don't know, Hawaiian or Florida casual. How's that? Uh, Are there things that drive you nuts about being in an Uber, a Lyft, anywhere where you are not the driver? Any of this hitting home with you? Personally, I'm a big fan of Uber Uh, Big fan of Lyft. Limos are even better, especially if they take you to and from the event and not just to the event and you have to Uber home yourself afterwards, which I still am trying to grasp. But anyway, that's a different story for another day. 803-0930 is the phone number. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, if you are or have been an Uber or Lyft driver, or maybe a taxi driver like Robert De Niro, if you have ferried people around for a living, what bothers you the most about we, your fares? What really frosts you about people? Now, I would imagine that number one on the list would be the drunk who vomits all over your car. That has got to be number one. True story. Athens, Greece. Summertime. Uzo. Wasn't used to drinking. Wasn't used to drinking Uzo. And cab driver stopped. He looked very skeptical. I held up a plastic bag 
to show him that if I did throw up my souvlaki, that he was going to be just fine. It was going to be captured in the bag. So he took us to the hotel. He got a very nice tip and a thank you very much uh, from, from, from me because I really needed a ride. I could not have walked back to the hotel. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Any Uber horror stories from a uh, passenger or a driver? And let us go to Marty in uh, Williamsville. Marty, you're on WBEN. Hi, Tom. Um, I uh, I live here in Williamsville and also part-time in Las Vegas. And my wife and I were heading back to Buffalo one day and called Uber. Um, and it's about maybe a 10-minute commute from our house to the airport. We're relatively close. Uh, as we got in the car, the driver looks at me and says, oh, yeah, I'm kind of low on gas. And number one, that's not my problem. Get gas before, you know, you pick somebody up. But um, he says, oh, I should be okay. So as we got in the car, I was sitting in the back seat with my wife. He has a notebook on his lap. He's looking at something. I don't know if he was studying for his medical exams or what, but he's also talking to somebody else on the phone. So twice on the way to the airport, I had to correct him because he was making wrong turns. So we jump on the 215, and I don't know if you're familiar with Vegas, but there's a tunnel that kind of goes into the airport. And yeah. as we're approaching the tunnel, he goes, oh, no, he ran out of gas. Oh. And kind of glides over to the side of the road and uh, goes, oh, I don't know what to do. And he goes, well, I'll try to call another Uber driver for you. So he, he does, and fortunately, somebody must have been right nearby and she pulls over, and we unload all our luggage on the side of the highway, pile the stuff into her car, and uh, he says, "Oh, would you would you call a tow truck for me to the the other woman?" And she, she basically looks at him. She gets in the car and she says, "Screw you, buddy!" As uh, we headed off to the airport. But I mean, it was just like he had three things going on at once, and one of them wasn't a full tank of gas. Okay, that, you know what, that is not excusable. It's really interesting you mention that because uh, I think it was on the way to jury duty. I left very early for jury duty. Um, I had a driver who said, hey, I'm low on gas. Do you mind if I stop? And I said, yes, and I, I, I don't mind if you stop, actually, because on the way there happens to be a gas station. So he pulled in. You know, put in enough to get us downtown, and it was only about a, a one or two minute delay. But I had built that. I I was there early anyway. Time was not yeah. a factor. You know what I'm saying in that situation. Yeah. But you're going to yeah. Vegas, and you want to get home to your Vegas property. You don't need the extra delay. Yeah, I was actually going to the airport to in Vegas, coming back to Buffalo. But yeah, I mean, you're not well, you don't want to stuck on the side of the highway. You're right. You don't want to miss your flight. And by the way, by the way. Why is it that waiting for your luggage sometimes takes half as long as the flight itself, especially late on a Sunday night in Buffalo, New York? Why is that even a thing? Why do you have to wait 20 minutes for the carousel to do its thing on your flight, the only flight that's landed in the past two hours? I know. It's the same thing in Vegas. If you're on one of the late flights coming in, the last time we came in, we landed at about midnight. We didn't get our luggage till one fifteen. Oh, good say, Lord. We have, we have a lot of flights coming in. Well, they have a lot of flights coming in Vegas every night, so I don't know why they haven't planned for it. But 
Yeah. Well, they, they might not have been able to find the workers. Vegas has a lot more incoming than Buffalo, New York does, or I should say yeah, Greater Buffalo, true. Niagara International Airport does. But yeah. and I'm telling you, that was the only jet coming in. We hadn't seen anybody. We hadn't seen anything land for ages. And I was watching my little flight app. It was the only plane coming back. And it was a good 20 minute wait for the luggage. Hey, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's one of life's unsolved mysteries, Tom. Yeah, it, it certainly is. However, I must admit that coming back from Fort Lauderdale, um, we had our curiosity aroused significantly when a box kept going by the carousel contains human specimens. And, and we weren't sure exactly if somebody was trying to hide a body because we watch a lot of murder shows on oxygen. But I looked it up um, online, and apparently it was just probably urine samples, blood test results, stuff like that. Now, make sure you pick up the right luggage and don't take that home. <laughs> Funny, I don't remember packing a forearm. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Marty. All right. Thanks, Tom. Uber driver runs out of gas. Has that, has that happened to anybody else? And it, it's I can't believe that guy called because going to jury duty a few weeks ago, the exact same thing happened. But I believe in getting to places early when it's something important. It's interesting. I usually come into work at about 159.30, but I believe in getting to things that are really important uh, very, very early. If I've got to meet with a lawyer, I'm usually 15 minutes ahead of time. Okay. You ever see the movie The Irishman with uh, De Niro and and um, and Al Pacino and Joe Pesci? Okay, they they make a big thing throughout the movie about how Jimmy Hoffa never keep Jimmy waiting. Better to be early than to be late. And there was a big brawl that broke out between Tony Provenzano and Jimmy Hoffa when they had a Florida meeting. One of the reasons for the brawl was that Tony Pro showed up 15 minutes late for the meet. Jimmy Hoffa was already seething mad at the time. And, uh, yeah, well, that's that's in the movie. I don't know if that really happened in real life. I just know that that whole Frank Sheeran stuff is a bunch of absolute horse crap and everybody in Detroit knows he did not kill Jimmy Hoffa who was cremated and that's why they're never going to find his body because he was cremated and his ashes scattered to the winds got about as much chance of finding Herman Goering as you do Jimmy Hoffa it's never going to happen anyway uh, it is uh, 248 at News Radio 930 WBEN. I hope you guys are enjoying these uh, these these uh, ancient references for those who don't know Probably a good idea to make uh, make make the point clear. See, I mentioned Jimmy Hoffa, and I realize that to some of the younger listeners, it's like talking about the disappearance of Judge Crater in the 1920s. You're saying, who? Yeah, there's this big New York judge disappeared after taking out a whole lot of money, just vanished into thin air one day. But anyway, back in the uh, 50s and 60s, one of the most influential men in America was the head of the Teamsters Union, Jimmy Hoffa. And he was bigger than big. He was huge. He was uh, enormously popular amongst the working squids of America. Jimmy Hoffa was one of the great labor leaders uh, in American history. Not that he didn't have a dark side. Not that he wasn't a little bit sketchy in some things. But one of the things that is portrayed in the movie, which is true to real life, is, uh, well, there are several things that are actually true to real life. But uh, Jimmy Hoffa made the point, if you got it, you got it on a truck, your food. 
your medicine. You got it because a truck brought it to you. And with all these supply chain issues that we've had uh, since the pandemic, um, that was really brought home to a lot of people, the importance of the trucking industry. It is the nation's lifeline. So when you watch The Irishman, the movie, which is on Netflix, uh, that, that point really, really hits home in a big way. So that's who Jimmy Hoffa was, major labor leader. And then in the mid-1970s in Detroit, he was supposed to have a meeting at a restaurant. And he left the restaurant. He got stiffed at the meeting. And then uh, he disappeared. He disappeared. And basically, it was a very tightly held secret by the mob in Detroit, so well kept that nobody talked. And anybody who would have been involved in it is long dead. That was a very high echelon, need-to-know operation. There was no uh, real scuttlebutt among the lower-ranking soldiers in organized crime in Detroit. Um, I, I have seen some interviews with uh, Michael Francesi. I say Francesi. I think he pronounces it a different way, uh, where he basically says, yeah, nobody's ever going to find Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a tangent there, but sometimes that happens. Um, Uber and Lyft or taxi cab horror stories or what drives you absolutely crazy? And if you are a driver for other people, don't inflict your music on them. Don't do it. Don't engage in conversation. Be civil. Be nice. Have a smile. But really, we just want to get from point A to point B. We're not interested in your life story. We're, we're really not. We, are, we have things on our minds. For most of us, we drive ordinarily. So take having somebody else drive us is a real treat. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Frank in uh, Amherst. Frank, you got a story for us. Yeah, it was uh, kind of like Uber-like, a uh, medical ride story after I had a medical procedure and needed a ride. Uh, the guy was falling asleep almost the entire ride. I, I, I was like trying to think of things that I could ask him or stir up a conversation to keep him awake. I don't know why I stayed in the car. I should have gotten out at the red light. And then, uh, because maybe you were under sedation and not in the best frame of mind, you know, it would have kept him awake, but it would have got you into a whole heap of trouble. Hey dude, I've got a gun at the back of your head. That would have kept him wide awake. I don't know if you know this. A lot of people don't have a sense of humor anymore. So you got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, but this guy was falling asleep. I mean, you got to try anything you can. Or, you know, just start the conversation. I said something to them about it, and I guess, I didn't know this, but these uh, taxis, because that's where the medical ride was, have cameras or something in them, and they were able to see or something. I I guess they let them go. They they, they dismissed them. Uh, I don't know if it was based on prior complaints or something, but uh, I I was like, wait, you can see inside the car? So uh, was this a without naming the company, was this a taxi company or was this a ride sharing service such as Uber or Lyft? It was a taxi company, but they they do the medical rides when you call for the medical rides for your you need one. 
so it, it ends up being somebody. So uh, I mean, you're the one. Okay, the reason you get a ride home after a procedure is a lot of procedures you are under sedation. Sometimes it's full blown anesthesia. Sometimes it's what they call twilight. In other words, the surgeries where I keep saying, I need more drugs, I need more drugs, I need more drugs. So they don't want you. They won't allow you to drive home. The nurse or the attendant physically needs to see you get into a vehicle. You are not driving or you are not leaving the hospital. It's a very strict liability issue. Yeah, they they actually want you to have somebody that you know in those cases, too. It just can't be like a taxi, like, you know, if you're going for a colonoscopy or something. Like, it actually, like I said, could you, could you have somebody pick you up? This was just like an office visit, but I, I was um, a little bit um, wobbly for other reasons, and I uh, decided. I, I had a question for you. If you saw in the news last week, there was a, a high-up official in the Biden administration. Uh, I'm going to say maybe at the Transportation Department, but I'm not sure. And I was wondering if you read that in the news. She had taken somebody else's fancy piece of luggage, uh, taken it with her. They had her on video getting into a cab. They had her on video at her hotel. She was at her hotel for a number of days, used the luggage or had the luggage, brought the luggage back with her on the return flight, had that on video. They charged her with theft of uh, somebody's this, this this piece of luggage cost a fortune and then whatever was in it was somebody else's business and they they she's on she's on uh, hiatus right now they they laid her off temporarily while they investigated but um did you read that story no i did not i i did read the story in the new york post about uh, uh luggage handlers intentionally throwing luggage as hard as they could against the ground huh uh, but, you know, un- unless Hunter Biden's laptop was in the luggage, you know, whatever, the woman needs to be fired. I mean, yeah. what, you know, for a situation like that, I mean, she's she's got to be fired. The Tampa police chief has resigned because she and a male, I don't know if her husband or not, but they were driving. Her husband. I'm sorry? Her husband. Her husband was driving the golf cart and she was the passenger in the golf cart. Yeah, and it didn't have any tags on it, so it got pulled over. And after after asking the cop if he was recording with the body cam, she just blatantly um, tried to badge it out. And she could have been a lot more subtle. I'm just saying, these body cams, uh, if you are uh, a cop or used to be a cop, you you, you got to be really subtle when you're reaching for your driver's license. The flap that covers your badge, just slowly, again, where's my license? It's somewhere. Oh, here it is. And uh, it, it makes it a lot easier for the officer involved. And it makes yeah, it, it easier for you. County. She was at a she was at a golf club in Ulster County, the next county over, and the guy didn't recognize her as the police chief from, from Tampa. So she... She tried to drop her name. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other mistake she made was um, uh, giving her uh, her card saying, hey, if I can ever do anything for you, and I mean it, don't hesitate to call. Lady, you already had ascertained the camera was on, number one. Number two, you're the chief of police. Maybe, just maybe you should have taken the ticket and used connections behind the scenes to uh, just get it waived or dismissed in court or something like that. She wasn't using her head. Yep, not a bright not a bright move there. Well, no, but she's got a better pension than you'll ever have, Frank. Yeah, probably. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate Bye. it. Yeah, uh, it's uh, very interesting. All right, Uber 
or Lyft or taxi horror stories. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going with this because uh, it's it's a catching on. It's a catching on, and oh yeah, in in the hospital they they are very serious about making sure that you are okay after sedation. I happen to have a very high tolerance for drugs. I just do, and um, <laughs> they're. Uh, they, they want to make sure that you are able to walk without stumbling or falling down. If you fall down, that's a big deal. You're probably going to end up sp- spending the night for observation, maybe. Um, and it's amazing how lucid one can be after receiving quite an enormous amount of, uh, of sedation. <laughs> All right, it is... Uh, it's funny. I think I could probably drive better uh, than some people do uh, in full possession of their senses. Two fifty-eight at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. It is Bowerly, the king of sedation. I think the Ramones might be our three thirty musical break on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 